on all of that. I was Obs- thinking about no. that same movie. Obsessed is the no, Obsessed is like her only really good movie. Um No, The Fighting Temptations. Don't clown me for that. that <laughs> no, that was a good movie. I'll give you yes. that. Yes, and Austin, Austin Powers, Carmen, a hip hopera, and what was that other train wreck? Lion King. Oh, <laughs> not not train wreck. When I think yeah. of Beyonce acting, I literally think of um the fighting temptations because that is like one of my f- not favorite movies, but I love that movie, preferably the end. But yeah, <laughs> that's the first movie I saw her acting, and then I was like, then I saw Obsessed, and was like I was like, oh, Beyonce can act, and then somebody put me on a Carmen, and I was like, eh. Then I saw Austin Powers, and I was like, ah, no, crazy in love it is for you. Stick to singing. <laughs> a little too dramatic, but she's all right. <laughs> no, she's okay. <laughs> Anywho. Y'all ready to get started? Let's mm-hmm. go. Young Nap, baby. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Oliver Podcast. It is me, Zion, here with two very special guests. We are here to resume our tyler perry series tonight we're going to be going over why did i get married the first one not the second one i have two guests as i said and i'm going to let them introduce themselves so old-fashioned we're going to let ladies go first what's up y'all it's your favorite virgo host shakita from the chronicles of a virgo podcast glad to be back (laughs) (laughs) say what up what's up what's up this is vante also known as what was said and you can find me on any any platform at what was it underscore. Just Google me. That's the easiest way to find me. <laughs> Just Google me. That's what I was yes. about. <laughs> Just Google me. You'll figure it out. Um. All right, y'all. How y'all doing tonight? I'm chilling, chilling. It's crazy because like Keita was like, y'all want to record at nine o'clock? And me and said was like, why would we do nine o'clock? <laughs> like who? That's too late. But so we was able to get her to push it to eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, now anybody that's listening that knows me already know that I'm a grandma. Like I be in bed by eight, so <laughs> y'all know that is a lie. Seth was looking like, wait a minute, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I mean, I don't blame happened? you. I don't sometimes it be like that, like. But nah, I mean, nah. it's okay because at least you know we didn't forget about this happening tonight. So. Wow. <laughs> okay. 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 Bet, you've, been, you've been playing with me for a couple of weeks, literally, about different things. Okay. So yeah. She just mad because then Ravens ain't going nowhere in the playoffs. Anyway, um, so Tyler Perry. <laughs> so how did y'all feel about let's before we get into the nitty-gritty overall, how do y'all feel about why did I get married? It was a good move. It taught me a lot. Like it showed me a lot about different relationships and like how everybody always keeping stuff, you know, left unsaid. They keep saying some things are better left unsaid, but you know, we gotta have uncomfortable conversations with our other half. It was actually uh different watching it from like watching it now compared to back then when it first came out. Cause like now I was like catching different gems and stuff. And like I agree with said, like it definitely did have some relevance to like relationships now and being able to just um, have positive and open communication and have boundaries, like a lot of different things. I don't think I caught those things when they first came out, but like Mm-mm. watching it again, it, everything makes sense. 
I think I was six years old when that movie first came out. So clearly I ain't catching nothing, but <laughs> oh, watching it now wow. is 20. <laughs> yeah, watching it now at 20, I'm like, it's definitely some lessons in there. Um, but we're gonna get started off with we I guess we'll do it couple by couple. So let's start off with Mike and Sheila. I'm team Sheila. I've always been team Sheila. I'm team Mike. Now I'm playing. Let me stop. I'm about to say, I'm about to, you're about to see me walk away. <laughs> you're about to see my body walk away from this video. Because, nah, dude, he's my, an asshole. That is the perfect way to describe him because I don't see, I feel like, okay. Mike, so is, Mike is all the guys right now with the podcast, literally. Some of the guys right now with the podcast yeah, that talk a, a lot of the, the craziness that they be talking. I could I agree with see that because when he was when they was on that airplane and he was like, "Oh, well, you can drive." I'm like, I for some reason I think I missed that part of the movie when I was younger. Me too. So like watching it now, he's like, "Ma'am, you got to buy two seats." Da, da, da. Oh well, it's no problem. You can drive. I said, "You? That's supposed to be a wee, bro." Like, yeah, <laughs> we think it French over here. No, seriously, like, how you just go let her drive by herself? I wouldn't have, hey, look, if I was Sheila, I wouldn't have gotten out of the plane at all. He's also, oh, you can listen to your gospels or whatever. I'm like, that don't got nothing to do with it because the Lord, He's watching, but <laughs> you know, He, I mean, I would have been trying to get there safely and sound, and we're supposed to get there together. Like, mm -hmm. and why and you got this girl here? What was the girl day? What was what Trina? Yeah. Trina. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now here's the thing. Trina was Sheila's friend. So as mm -hmm. Sheila's friend, first of all, from starters, the whole the whole thing, the way the thing was set up, why are Mike and Sheila sitting together? Sheila should have been sitting next to Trina. That's for starters. Like I ain't like how that mm -hmm. was portrayed mm -hmm. in the beginning. But then when they go, oh, uh, you're gonna have to, you know, you can't sit here. Her first thing should have been, oh, well, Sheila, I'll ride with you or something. Even after Mike said, because mind you, her loyalty is not to Mike, it's to Sheila. So mm -hmm. she should have been like, oh, well, Sheila, we can ride together. But what she do? She sat there looking stupid and let Mike talk to girl like he was all kind of cash crazy. And that's when she would have got cut because it, it ain't no way. As a woman, like, it's just no way. First of all, I think me personally, I would have checked him. Like, you're not going to, like, do her like that. And if she leaving, I'm going with her, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just, I guess it, I guess, I would say, I guess it depends on the level of friendship. But then at the, at the same time, like, it wouldn't matter. You know, like, some women just have, like, this, this invisible code. It exists, but only in certain environments. And even with Mike, it didn't dawn on me before but it did now like everything that he said that was disrespectful and out of line he was so comfortable with saying it like it just flowed out like it was like no hesitation whatsoever and then it may have shocked everybody else but like no one like responded abruptly like you know what i'm saying yeah like it, it's just a little weird and i i don't understand I, I didn't understand it because i'm like nowadays you can't get away with doing a lot of those things and saying a lot of those things to people without instant response or someone slapping the crap out of you you know mm. especially if your friends around somebody gonna catch you right like nah you ain't finna talk to my homegirl like this <laughs> get it together hey, yes because yeah, we all like, hold on i don't need to say that like somebody gonna always be listening you think they listening but somebody right there the part that got me was when he told when he told sheila he was like oh 
it's gonna make the white uh it's gonna make us uncomfortable and the white lady uncomfortable. I'm like, hold on, how are you bringing this white lady in and say she's gonna be uncomfortable if Sheila um doesn't leave? I'm like, she you don't even know her, but you're trying to comp and make it seem right. like you know, y'all, you and Trina don't got nothing going on. And that's where Sheila was mad naive because come on yeah. now. Come like, on. Now. How you let your your friend just literally stay with your man and just comfortably just say, okay, I ain't going. She didn't attempt like to fight. Like, I feel like if you're gonna do it, do it right. Like pretend. Like that's what I'm saying. She ain't even me. she ain't and played a part in nothing. She was just like basically, all right, Sheila, I guess we're gonna see you in the mountains. <laughs> well, well, all right, let's let's try let me play a little devil's advocate. Not to say I would ever be a Trina. I would never be a Trina, but from a Sheila standpoint, clearly she was she had low self esteem. Right, her confidence was yeah, extremely right. low, and she really thought that he that he loved her. Like this is my marriage. I'm gonna do whatever I have to do to save my marriage, and for us to be good. Even though how he was treating her wasn't good, in inside her somewhere it was because she tolerated it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And as far as her friend, she really trusted, she probably really trusted both of them. Like, they would never do this. You know, we all have been to that point where Hell we are yeah. dating somebody and we trust this person. We love them. We have been through the mud and mud and back and this is the person I'm riding with. And I have my friend or my friends and I trust them enough to be in a company around each other, not to even think of doing anything. So maybe that's where her mind was at, you know? And mm-hmm. as a woman, sometimes, like, we see things, but like for me, like I need sometimes I might need like confirmation again. Like I, don't, I know this is what I may be feeling, but I need to make sure that, I, that this is what I'm feeling before I jump out the gate and cut somebody out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, but you see, her friends knew, like they sent something, like because it's just a, right. it's just a thing. Though. Like I mean, but yeah, I think yeah, first gonna do only what you allow, and mm-hmm. she she allowed him to disrespect her, and he kept it going. Yep. That, that that's absolutely true. I just uh I can't believe like I was still stuck because honestly, so pretty much let's say this is my first time watching a movie and I was just taken aback when they was like, All right, you can we you can drive. We see you there. And I keep going back to that, but I was just like dumbfounded. That's the Trina just didn't say nothing. Like that would have been my first clue. Like if the tables was turned and I was with let's say I was an overweight guy. And my girl's like, oh, Zion, you just got to do this. And my homeboy sitting there not saying nothing. Like, hold on. Why are you so quiet? <laughs> <laughs> You're not coming with me. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, um, so we had Mike and Sheila. Then we had. But you know what? And then, like, so uh-huh. what I also realized, and I didn't, ca- I didn't catch this the first couple times I've seen it before. At, um, you know, at the end when they all come back together and they're and all the women are in the bathroom and they're talking about her and the new guy she's with. Sorry, yeah. I'm like I'm bad with names, but Troy. Officer she, Troy. yeah, Officer Troy. <laughs> she said something. She was like, she realized that she loved this person that hated her, mm-hmm. and sometimes it takes for you to leave an environment, a relationship, to realize things that you didn't realize about a person or even yourself. And you know, when she got with him, it was like this glow in her her eyes. Like he did, he fulfilled everything in her that needed to be to be fulfilled. But then she also has that love for herself that she didn't have when she was with homeboy. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
you know so i think that yeah. makes that makes a big that plays a big part in it as well because sometimes you could be with people and they can bring you all the way down and you be blindsided by a lot of things until you get the strength to like actually leave them you know like they ended in divorce and all that stuff and then look who's the one that was looking dumb at the end of all that Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. my next couple was uh who was it terry terry and diane so tyler perry and his wife pretty much and i think the interesting part about terry and diane is they that whole that storyline tackled well i think what we see a lot in today's society which is like the working woman the professional woman and how women juggle being a professional and then being i guess a traditional wife at the same time because you know he was all about i want you to have my children i want you to be more of a wife that it's not that she was even like he wanted her to do too much she wasn't fulfilling her role at like a base level in his point of from his eyes so i think that you know it's i don't know i'm, I'm not sure how to phrase it. like how do y'all feel about that whole dynamic between terry and diane i feel like they like communication yeah. because Kit, like healthy communication would have cleared that up. It may not have been easy, but at least they would have been able to communicate different things. Like she could have talked about like where she's at and her outlook on things as far as their marriage and where, where she saw them going and then herself professionally and then vice versa. And then with that, they could have came back to the table and been like, okay, let's see if we are in alignment with each other. And this is going to continue to, if we can sort things out, because when you don't do that, you get a result of them. Like he wanted to spend time and do things and have more kids with her. And she like just super focused about her career and, nothing else you know can't even fulfill all the needs of even being a, a wife or a mom at that point and the thing is like you said about communication because the whole time we thinking is oh she just so focused so focused on being a working woman and being a professional climbing the corporate ladder whole time homegirl don't want to had a whole operation <laughs> surgery Literally. procedure and didn't sell her husband got her tubes tied can't have kids if she wanted to yeah, and you know, like in order for a woman mm. to get that, like the and she's like the husband has to sign off on the papers. What? Oh, word. <laughs> yeah, like and I don't know. Up, men gotta control. Yeah, like I, I don't know this in like all states, but like I have a friend here in Maryland, and she has three three kids, mm-hmm. and um she. When she after she had her last son, she asked the doctor, like, can you tie my tubes? And it was like, sure, with your husband with your husband's consent. And she's like, What? So she ended up uh not getting her tubes tied because he refused to sign the papers. That's fucked up. I wonder yep. if they still got they can't possibly have that now with the whole me too and my mighty my choice type movements. Hey, that can't possibly be a thing. I no mean, more. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if they did. They already but, stopped yeah. abortion, so I would I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> It's always me. Woman got an answer to a man, and that's fucked up. That's crazy. I never knew you had to get your husband's signature to get your tubes tied. Because we yeah. can just go and get the snip and like, hey, there it go. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I don't know if it's everywhere, but like, so she, like, she did that, you know. And those are even though, even though as a woman, you should have the 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 say so, like if you want to conceive or not. However. Everything is a different ballpark when you're married. Mm-hmm. There's just like no I, you know, 
and making decisions like that, unfortunately, she should have had that conversation with him, but she tried, she snuck and did it, you know, which was so messed up. And it hurt his feelings because he really wanted more children. But like, take the Hollywood aspect out of it. I want to know how you have a whole surgery and like not, I mean, I don't know, I'm going to get your tubes tied. I don't know if it's invasive or not, but like, I would assume they cutting you open or something. How you get your tubes tied? Where was you at for a week, two weeks when you was recovering? <laughs> She I might have this- told an elaborate lie. Like, business trip. Yeah, business yeah. trip. That's what she, she yeah. hit him with the business trip. Mm-hmm. But an Ooh. average woman can't do that. An average nine to five woman can't dip off for that long of a time. Right. If you work in, ain't, ain't no business trip if you the, the manager at Walgreens. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm working at Walmart one. Like. Well, you know, and, and the thing is, a lot of women get it done right after childbirth so mm. like all that healing is done oh. together you know together so i like, i've never met anyone personally that has gotten it done just randomly like they've mm-hmm. gotten it done while like i know someone that got it done too and it didn't work and she got pregnant too <laughs> yeah so i mean there's different different things but yeah that's a good a good point like if you got this done where did you go heal and recover at you know because I'm pretty sure she had to be on bed rest for a little bit. Or like you said, maybe she said she was on a business trip when got it done and then was like cooped up in like the hospital or recovery center, you know? Yeah. Crashing with Angela and Marcus. Speaking <laughs> of Angela and Marcus, <laughs> the favorite couple, they got a whole spinoff because of this movie. Hell yeah. Man, yeah. I didn't even see how that show ended. I got to find it. I can't find it nowhere. But anyway, um, Angela and Marcus, let's talk about them. Uh, is Angela abusive verbally? Yeah, she's verbally abusive because she is the way she say she say her stuff. Like I can, I can she can get her point across without yelling. Mm-hmm. I feel like she emasculates him. She emasculated him a lot too in the film. Um, as far as like, oh, you don't have no job, da 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 da. I'm taking care of us, whatever, whatever, whatever. Then come to find out. The whole reason she got her salon and got her whole hair care line, he put the money up when he was still playing ball. And it's like, you know, I put you on. You got all this money. Now I'm not in a position to, you know, do what I did before. And now you done just forgot how all of this started. And so every chance you get, you taking a cheap shot at me. And as men, our ego can be very fragile because growing up, we're taught you got to be the provider, got to be the provider. So he may feel like even though in a way he is still providing because he started the whole thing. He may feel like because he's not the one coming home, I mean, going to work, bringing home a check every week that he's not providing. So, yeah, I definitely feel like Angela took a lot of cheap shots at Marcus um, intentionally and unintentionally. Um, So I I agree. Like she (laughs) they were the funniest, most toxic couple of the show. Um, I feel like. Like you said, she was used to a certain lifestyle and then things changed. And then mm-hmm. it put her in a, probably in a more position where she had to work a lot more harder, bring in, more, bring in the money because right. he wasn't doing that. But also, it was probably also because she felt like he didn't defend her when it came to his baby mother. You know, he may have thought he was doing things, but the baby mother was still being disrespectful and doing who knows what. And I feel like Ange- a lot of Angela's um, frustration and stuff may have been directed to it. Not to say it was right, but again, like right. communication probably would have helped a lot a of lot. it. 
a lot yeah. of their problems. And honestly, look at relationships and things nowadays. Like a lot of people are addicted to that whole toxicity. Toxicity. I made it my own word. <laughs> they're, they're like they're um, addicted to it because it gets yeah. them the attention that they want. Like as much energy as it takes and how much draining it is to just curse somebody out consecutive days over and over and over again, like people feed off of that. People get hot and heavy off of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So like for them, I think they got so used to it that because they were used to it, they got comfortable in it. And it's just like, this is what's normal for us. It's what's normal until he put his foot down and he was a man. Put his foot down, that's all his hands around her neck. <laughs> that's yeah, all that that you wanted the whole time. Just like, that's all you wanted to shut you up. But I can't say, I mean, I feel like she could have explained it. Like you said, communication, she could have explained that a little bit better. That this is what I want you mm -hmm. to do. Like, I want you to stand up for me. But she said it multiple ways, and he still, I guess, he didn't get the hints that she was telling him. Yeah, so think about it now when people talk about like. <laughs> masculine women that have like a lot of ma uh, masculine energy right and then you have the men that be like i just want a more feminine soft woman blah 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 whatever and then men no offense to y'all say like well we're looked at we're supposed to be superior and always be strong this that, and the third well look at it like this if men want women to be more soft or feminine right a woman is only going to be 100% feminine in comfortable and safe environments in which a man can provide and create, as well as women being able to create those safe spaces for men to feel like they can release their feelings and be vulnerable. You know, none of the couples on that show, I mean, the movie had any of those characteristics. They didn't provide that for each other at all. Terry May could have been that person, but he just had the wrong partner. Trying right. to provide it too, you know. So I think that if, like, if all those things come together in really in the dynamics and and enter like the healthy communication, things would have been a lot different for all of them. Like, none of them would have been perfect, right? Because I don't think you should expect don't perfection. Exist. Yeah. yeah. But overall, a lot of their disputes and arguments and just that toxic stuff would have been probably prevented a lot most of the time. Said, um, I agree with her. I can't say she took everything for me. <laughs> okay, here's what. Okay, so now let's move on to dinner. This is a prime example of hey, you might have your homeboy, your homegirl, but do not tell everybody all your business. As <laughs> soon as who got aired out first, whoever got aired out first, whole table ended up getting it. You I know what that reminded me of? What? Remember that episode of Martin when um, they all start airing out each other's business all because like everybody was telling secrets? Yep, I saw that. That is what it reminded me. Martin started it by like saying, oh, how Pam gets raises and then everybody just <laughs> yep, started yep, like yep. blasting everything. everything. I guess it's like a domino effect. Like, okay, I started. Might as well keep it going. Well, because misery. Type person, I wouldn't do it. I want to, you know, continue. I'm like, ain't just because you earn all your shit. Don't mean I gotta earn mine. But see, but misery loves company. All right, so also you told I'm cheating. Well, uh, Marcus over here got got something. He been burning for days. That's his problem. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, you forgot a couple. I know, I know. We gonna okay, get to okay. them. Okay, okay, okay. 
Yeah, that that's crazy. So it is it, it becomes a little like tricky with large friend groups like that because it's expected for all the women to converse amongst themselves and then all the men and then people have their separate relationships. But you uh -huh. never expect for people to just start blurting your business out. You know, even if you get, okay, we're going to get upset, we're going to argue, but like, I didn't expect for you to put my business on the table. I didn't expect for you to tell them that you had to write me a prescription right. for, for something. But at the end of the day, sometimes things need to be said up front. That's the only way people are going to ever face their, them demons. And then I mean, that's that, got, true. that got everybody to the point of leaving and then going back to like face their reality and uh sort things out or whatever. Now let me say this. <laughs> and I have to be I have to I do not promote domestic violence whatsoever. And we're gonna make that perfectly clear. We don't we don't do that on this show. Mm -hmm. At the same time to find out that you got something, mm -hmm. gave it to me and then didn't tell me, I think I'd have the same reaction. Yeah. Because at this point, you playing with my life. So I I'm, I might, and may, maybe that's a stretch. Maybe I wouldn't choke a woman, but I think that, I don't know. I would pray that I'm never in that situation, but I can't say that I'm absolutely mad at, at Marcus for doing that because you playing with people's livelihood. You playing with life, not livelihood. You playing with his life. Well, in some places, you can actually file charges for things like that. Like right. that is a that's a legal thing, you know. Like you just can't go around knowingly spreading something and not informing your partner or partners that, like, hey, I have this. Um, I definitely understand the the point of being that frustrated. You're hurt, but also you was out here playing the field as well, you know. So it was like. I wouldn't, I don't know. You never know how you're going to react. I'm not right, saying that the, right. the domestic part is not right, but sometimes some people just get so worked up that you Black just. Black out and you just. I feel like she should have. She known she had some. She watched, I'm like, normally she could have hit on um, with my period and we had sex today. Like, on the She was still having sex with him too. So, yeah, and the thing was... is, she had got her shot already because she said, she's like, I got mine already. So you done took care of what you had to and still was letting this man go around here burning and then still sleeping with him. I mean, she was sleeping with him again, so she was getting repeatedly. So Right, that's what I'm thinking. So either like, way you look at it, you get yourself cured, but technically you're not because you're still sleeping with the same man that got the disease. You you ain't telling him you got cured, but he's still mm -hmm. spreading it back to you after you got cured. And then it's so the, ain't that the, messing up y'all pH balance? Right. <laughs> and then it's right. the petty stuff with like Oh, you didn't get it from so and so. You got it from Walter at a table full of people. Oh no, you got it from Walter. Why? <laughs> now, why would you? Why would you play in my face? <laughs> I know I'm not gay. <laughs> I didn't even catch that like that. Now, he had a really question his sexuality at that moment. Was like, he was like <laughs> Walter. <laughs> oh what? <laughs> that is funny. But yeah, they, that's what I meant by they was just going tit for tat. Like, you know, they were not being honest. And yeah, that's crazy. I might, I don't know, I might be in jail too. <laughs> and then, okay, so going back to Mike and Sheila, like we said earlier in the game, sometimes it does take your friends for you to realize some things because poor old Sheila just walking around here clueless, just thinking Trina and Mike just, I guess, developed a friendship because of Trina and Sheila's friendship. And then she, Huh? Wait, what? No, that's not true. Trina, tell him. 
girl. And she looking dumb. Trina looking dumb. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> that dumb look on her face. I'd have been like, girl, no. Mm-mm. Like, they could have played, like, I'm, I'm glad that it came out the way it did, but they definitely could have played it off if they wanted to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they yeah. could have. <laughs> but every, so I'm saying, like, everybody quit the vibes. Like, they just knew. Like, as soon as they got there, well, where's Sheila? Oh, she drove. And they looking at this winch, like, and you like her friend figure that out like come on yeah now. like that right, was like, cra- that was crazy like and see i'm saying like watching that this time around like opens up so much more in my mind i'm like dang well if they if the men knew what was going on like why didn't they like press him more like because i always used to speculate before like do men hold each other accountable when they're doing wrong hell no. like clearly you've seen them saying oh, yeah, right <laughs> You know, clearly you seen them like telling him he was wrong, this, that, and the third. But like, he, just, Mike, I'm telling you, Mike was one of these men with a podcast and the microphone because he just did not. He was like, no fucks given, at all, <laughs> at all. I got a question for both of y'all. I'm gonna start off with you, Miss Virgo. If you found out one of your homegirls was was cheating. What what what's that conversation like? Is that like, girl, you need to tell your husband, or you need to leave him and just be honest, or you, do you just mind your business? What's that conversation like? Oh, I just had this conversation a couple of weeks ago. For real? Okay. On a, on a, um, when I did a can, candid conversation, we asked oh, the men snap. that, and then <laughs> yeah, I thought one of your homegirls was out here. <laughs> Again, I just had this conversation. Um, so. I am not a person, I don't really believe in the whole cheating thing. Because, like, how I look at it is, if you have a reason to cheat, then maybe you need to just leave. Like, never lead anybody astray with thinking, like, things are okay. And Mm -hmm. then, behold, there's problems. So, now, in my life now, at this age that I am, I would try to grasp their mindset of what's going on. Like, what pushed you to another person? Like, you have an open relationship and I'd be like, okay, you need to figure out what you want to do, especially because I I do have friends that are married as well. And I feel like the level of marriage, that's a whole nother commitment. Like you don't play Mm -hmm. with God like that. You know what I'm saying? So like, I, this may sound bad, (laughs) but I'm always support my friend, but that does not mean I support their actions and behaviors. You know, but I also can't control what they continue to do. But you I can be like, first, Keita condones cheating, y'all. Shut up! No, <laughs> I don't condone cheating. I just I I support the person. I don't support the actions. You know, so like I could be like, hey, yo, you stop this, whatever, whatever. Um, figure it out, leave them, do what you gotta do, but don't keep doing it like this because it can mm-hmm. get dangerous. You know, it for you, yeah. for anybody involved, like. Y'all want to end up on the shade room or something like <laughs> on TikTok? Like seriously, because right. people life be life and out here. People be doing some crazy stuff, and um, yeah, I'm never going to promote them to continue to do it. You know what I'm saying? So, and then if if I know a married person that is doing it, um, like I said, that's a different level of of commitment. Like maybe y'all need to go to therapy. Like try to get down to like what the root of the problem is, so maybe you can fix it, so you you don't have to seek what you are lacking in your marriage in another person. Can y'all? Okay, hold. On. Oh, that's going to be my second question. I'm gonna go to you, sir. One of your homeboys is cheating. You uh, you you 
what, what what's that like? Is you just I'm mind my business, or are you gonna tell them like, hey, bro, you need she to? She gonna tell them off. <laughs> my thing is, yeah, I'm gonna tell you the truth. Like, I'm not gonna hold back because I feel like I ain't gonna lie. I, I ain't perfect. I done done my fair share of cheating, so I know both sides. But okay, I want you cheated. Hell yeah, I ain't gonna sit here and lie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I can't say like I would tell my friend like, yeah, you wrong. Like they married or in a just a regular relationship, I was just telling like, look, you need to at least figure it out, like figure what you want. But I'll keep, you know, I would remain loyal to my friend. I would just, I just, only thing I just hate is just being in that person's face, knowing what I know and knowing that I got a fate being your, you know, being acquainted to you because I know uh -huh. some shit. And it's like, we get stuck in a hard place because it's like, they feel like we should tell them if we know, and I'm just like, I don't know. I don't owe you any loyalty. So I don't supposed to tell you anything. I might can't lead you to some answers. Like, you know, <laughs> give you a little hint. Like, you know. Baby, you know, I am Ray Charles. I like, pop up on him on his lunch. You should pop up on him on his lunch break, knowing where he going to be at on oh, his no, lunch break. Oh, no, I ain't that much detail. I'm going <laughs> to give you little hints, like little blues clues hints. Like, little things that my friend, I can still keep my, I'm going to keep my friendship now. I ain't gonna do. I ain't gonna blast them. But I'm he gonna just just give you little gems, just little stuff. Just be like, oh. he, he dries ditches so he can still be. Like, How she find out, bro? Like, dang, that's crazy. Yeah, so, I can, <laughs> no, no. so I can have that fake reaction. I'm like, oh shit. Like, <laughs> but it's like I just hate. I just I'd rather not know. I'd rather not know because I just feel like mm. I put me in a sticky situation, especially if I be able to bond with them. And it's like, damn, like, I got to see y'all go and see y'all separate. So now if y'all not friends, no, I mean, not dating, I got to stop talking to you because my loyalty right. lies more with that person than you. So he just said something um, about, you know, going to therapy to resolve the whole cheating issue. So let me ask y'all, do y'all think y'all could stay or are y'all capable of staying after cheating? Well, I done stayed through words. So hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already in a situation now since I've been, we've been date well in a situation since I was 21 and I'm 30. So yeah, <laughs> I'm already past the therapy point. We ain't do no therapy, but we just feel what we are. Um, so I think it depends, right? Mm -hmm. So if I'm in a relation if because if I'm married and you cheat on me, I feel like I have no choice but to try to like work it out, right? Because I don't want to be just give up hope and I, I I don't know. It depends because I'm not. If, then you bring a baby in here and all that, like I'm not about to be doing all that. So it would be it like really. Rashida. I was just about to be like, so how y'all feel about Rashida? <laughs> yeah. No, but see, Kirk was, he had been, he was been out there a while. And like, Kirk he is had a been. serial cheater. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, seeing them where they are now, I'm like, okay, like, this is, this took work because we, we saw them come up and it wasn't like that. My man was in the hot tub with all the girls. You feel me? Just happened to get somebody pregnant. And then the last time he had a baby, I was like, oh, I. I was look, yeah. I, I grew up with like, a and she was younger. So I used younger. to be, and, so used to be like, yeah. oh, he for sure, she for sure leaving after this one. But here they are, two, three, four seasons later, however long it's been. And yeah, look at Lala and Carmelo Anthony. Same thing. You know what I'm saying? He cheated. Who knows how many other times? But then that last time, probably he got someone pregnant. She said she was done. You know. So I, I think it would it would really depend. And like I'm if 
we have any type of marital problems, I'm willing to go to therapy. Like I'm always going to promote therapy, right? Whether it's like uh, couples therapy or individual therapy. Now, as far as the relationship, you can play in my face all you want. Because if you play in my face, it's a wrap. Like it's a wrap. I just, I feel like because during that dating stage, you are giving me visuals of what I should expect if we take Mm -hmm. it to that next level. So if you did this now, who's to say what you're going to do down the line? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That makes clear sense. Yeah. And like, as you get older, you realize that you do not, or you should not tolerate the stuff that you was uh, allowing people to do to you when you was like in your early twenties and teens. Right. You know, like no offense to anybody out there. No, like that's listening. That's going through something like no offense at all. Like I've just been through too much to be letting anybody play in my face now. Like, no, I see it. I smell it. I'm like, no, I got to go. I can't. <laughs> so, your husband slapped your mama. You going to therapy? If my husband slapped my mama? Yeah. Have you we seen my mama that? before? My mama's a bodybuilder. He better right? not. <laughs> It'll be a funeral more than in therapy. It'll be funeral. Yes, he won't. Listen, my mom is a whole bodybuilder. Okay, she probably would pick him up and toss him somewhere. Like, uh-huh. so I highly doubt that would even, yeah, her reflexes is strong. But let's hypothet- give a hypothetical. If he touched my mother, it's a wrap. Like that is just the ultimate disrespect. But you said therapy. You got to work through it, Keenan. I don't. I don't know. I'm at to pray about it because, <laughs> like, you you just hit my mama, bro. Like seriously, seriously, your girl, your girl, pop off at your mama or your or your pops. You going? What you going to do? Why did you do it? No, I'm not acting like no. <laughs> 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 no it's like no questions asked because i mean there is a certain level of disrespect let's be real that we do tolerate yeah, yeah. right whether it's um, working in customer service um your friend groups on the internet whatever we tolerate certain things certain things you don't give all your energy to but there's another level that you just cannot cross those boundaries like you cross that threshold and like yeah, you are warned to get whatever at that point. And like, yeah, you disrespect the family. Yeah, in all seriousness, you put your hands on somebody in my family. Nah, it's, nah you got to go. I think. Next thing Instead you know, that, that could be me. Energy. Yes, you ain't about to touch. You ain't about to put your hands on me. Like, It's that <laughs> and it's the fact that now you can't come to the cookouts and I got to hear about this for the rest of the... the uh, oh, where you yes, hear somebody in your family gonna bring it up. As Everybody petty. Oh, he brought his girlfriend around. Make sure y'all got y'all boxing gloves. She like the fight. Like. <laughs> yes. Oh, remember she slapped your mama. <laughs> What's your mama doing? Like, just yes. Like, yo, we would get. We just got over this. Now you bring it up an old wound. Let old wounds heal and let it go. Right. Yes, like we, we, mama, mama just started letting her come around, around again, okay. and you want to bring it up. Like, no, you got over it. We never got over it. <laughs> right. Mm-mm. Which, uh, so with all that being said, let, let's go to the, the perfect couple, the, the utopia couple, if you will. So, Pat and Gavin. Mm. Um. So I think, so the role I think they played in the whole storyline is like, nothing's perfect. And I think that a lot of times mm. people try to portray, oh, I have this magical relationship and I have like, Oh, we don't have like people trying to portray like oh we don't have any issues and oh we talk about everything and so there's no problems and we're we're just always so cool, calm, collective together. And we find out that's not true. 
Um, at all. You know, one of the things that we found out happened in their relationship was, you know, that apparently, unfortunately, they lost a kid in a car accident, and um, it was due to the mom's negligence. And we found out, you know, the dad went to his friend saying, "How could she be so stupid?" Da 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 da. Which to back up, that's not okay. You can air out he's burning, he's cheating, but that I don't think that's something you should air it out at the dinner table. Well, not that one. You could have found some other on dude because no, like what is that? So you, now he, he now yeah. you ain't even really trying to target her. You trying to target him, but you hurting her. Hell yeah, because she got to relive that moment again. Yeah, right. and as a like, for for a woman like to lose a kid, and so the, I've had similar situations as she did as well. I had a miscarriage, my first pregnancy. I miscarried, and. One thing that I will never forget besides that whole experience is the guy <clears throat> that I was pregnant by asked me, what did you do wrong? How could you let this happen? And I'm like, wait, wait a minute, you know? So like hearing something like that after, like during the time of what I'm already experiencing is a lot, you know? So like to hear it from someone else that's supposed to be a friend, you know, and the fact that he went, Gavin went and, and confined in him and said that, and it just comes out openly was probably right. re-traumatizing to her. And then they were already having their separation in their relationship issues because of that situation in itself, you know? So it, it probably, it probably was a lie. And we never got like a timeline. So yeah. And like, we never got it. Like they never really honed in on a timeline of like, Oh, it happened months ago or like years ago for some reason. I I feel like it happened relatively recent to when they went on the cabin trip. So like she was, she was like still like freshly dealing with that. Like she may have not, I don't think you ever get over it, but like she may have not even been at that stage where she can really think about that and not break down or whatever. So yeah, definitely. Um, So that was Pat and Gavin. And uh, I don't know. I just don't, I feel like, yeah, that's the role they played in the storyline. Perfect couple, but behind the scenes everything's not perfect like it starts off with her giving a seminar and someone i forgot the question they asked her but they asked her like a tough question and she goes well why don't you ask my husband and he kind of yeah oh they gave asked the, her, um so that's the fucking never yeah and he's like uh she's like well why don't you ask my husband and he said well we late to a flight so um <laughs> he definitely that's because your is going i said what the fuck hard. they got to do with anything <laughs> Yeah, uh, he and, this man should run for office. He's he's great. Yeah, <laughs> and it it, re, it reminds like you said like you shouldn't a you shouldn't be idolizing other people's relationships and stuff. And it's just like how people idolize like celebrities and things now. And like one couple like Jay Z and Beyonce, oh their marriage is so perfect. They're this, they're that, mm -hmm. they making all this money. Beyonce got cheated on. Okay, yeah, like it, it does not matter. You know what you see mm -hmm. on the outside is what people show you like the we all can throw on a facade especially when you're in relationships because you want everyone to think that you are just this pivotal couple and so perfect like they did and they both had careers and all those things but trauma was like separating them and destroying them and like you said some things like you really don't ever get over you may heal mm -hmm. from it to a certain point but like what they dealt with it was clearly it was a lot on her it was a lot on her and i feel like he to a certain extent it affected him but he wanted her to put all of her um 
like pain and stuff on him. Like let us um, console each other. And she was mm -hmm. just like, no, you know what I'm saying? Like she just wanted to grieve and be in her own space. But like your husband is hurting at the same time, you know? And that probably just divided both of them even mm -hmm. more as well. I feel like both, she, um, both of them couldn't talk about it. I feel like she wasn't trying to deal with it. Yeah, they couldn't talk to each other because I feel she wasn't trying to deal with it. I think she was trying to do like a forgive and forget. Well, not me. Well, yeah, probably forgive herself. But like, like she said, they was like the Jay-Z Jay and Beyonce <laughs> of all the couples. Like mm -hmm. they were trying to be, they were trying to be perfect, but you know, and they, and they the cliche, cliche statement where they always say, um, everything always good in paradise or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you know, like we can mess things, like we can destroy things and not even know it always initially. Like, I think that f because of the roles that they may have played, they may have thought, or at least her for the most part may have thought like she didn't need a certain level of help because she was used to people coming to her you know for like help and guidance and stuff so she probably thought that like oh I can just guide myself all the way through this I don't need anybody to lean on through this time when in reality yeah she I, she could have used more assistance and like more support but at the same time supported her husband as well I guess she was trying to be that strong character that everybody, like you said, that everybody can lean on that. She that strong person that feel like, I got it. I got it all together. I don't need this. Like, mm -hmm. I'm, you know, I'm putting it all together. But deep down in the inside, you are hurting. And the only person you're hurting the most is yourself. And she kept hurting yeah. herself by not releasing, just letting it go. It just festered and festered and festered. And it hurt the both of them more than just her singly. Yeah, and once you're too far in, like, you you too far in, it's like, how do I back myself out of this to fix it, to clean it up a little bit, you know? I feel like for them, and then once the, everything came out at the table, she was just like, don't touch me. <laughs> you know, like, I, like, she was just totally, like, disgusted by him. So, I don't know, that their situation, it, it was a lot. I mean, all of them had, like, things that they had to eventually work through um but yeah theirs was tough <laughs> it was and that concludes this episode of the all over podcast once again i want to thank what was said and chronicles of virgo for stopping by and uh having this conversation with me um as always it's wonderful laughs um and i think the great thing about podcasting just to go off on a small tangent is that we ended this recording at about 8 30 and we stayed on the phone until or on the, um, you know, the stream yard link until about 1130, just talking about personal stuff in life and politics and whatnot. So, um, yeah, special shout out to them. Thanks for stopping by. Happy New Year, everybody. I hope you guys have kicked off 2023 with a great start. And even if you didn't, hey, it's only the fourth. You have more than enough time to get the ball rolling in the direction you want. So we love you and make sure you tune into the next episode. Bye. Young nap, baby.